Johnny Depp and get cracking. Oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Unimposters. I am Damien. And I'm being pointed at. <laughs> I'm Andy. <laughs> I'm Isaac the intern. <laughs> we don't have cameras in here. <laughs> <laughs> Some people wanted to know. <laughs> Inquiring minds wanted to know, Damien. <laughs> Maybe you've been worried that we're going through Exodus too slowly. Well, we're going to fix that today. We're, we're so going to start in 20, so chapter 25, and we're going to finish the book. <laughs> we so. were slow and steady finishing the race, but now we're... Yeah, a, a, I don't know. Yeah. Stri- rocket boot strap. We're in a race. Turtle. <laughs> yeah, our, our closing kick is gonna. But before oh, yeah. we get to the sprint, that is everything that gets said twice <laughs> in this last part of Exodus. Uh, we we do want to uh, uh, go back really quickly. We got some feedback. Acknowledge uh, listener week. feedback. Yeah, and uh, um, this which this, again is criticizing me. Just yes. saying. Uh, <laughs> so. so uh, after listening to our, uh, I don't think we need to always tell who this is from. <laughs> oh, so uh, so one of our anonymous listeners, listener, <laughs> an anonymous listener, uh, uh, listening this past week, uh, when listening to our assessment of "Have No Other Gods Before Me," uh, commented this. Uh, if you're fami- if you remember, <laughs> I compared it to dating a supermodel. <laughs> uh, not and sure I warned this... you it wasn't great it wasn't great I'm just saying sorry Damien go ahead <laughs> not sure if listening to Andrew at all talk about the Ten Commandments on the drive to work put me in the proper mindset for interviews but it was interesting it really does make you rethink many assumptions when you dismiss the headings and chapter markers but the fact that all three of you assumed a supermodel would be, would be a superior girlfriend was disappointing. <laughs> Remember, you can only enjoy the appearance for so long. <laughs> You've still got to talk to the person. <laughs> so my this was on a thread with my wife involved. So she decided to chime in as well. Luckily for them, the podcasters are not at risk of such an ignominious fate. <laughs> First of all, props to her for being able to use the word ignominious on the fly. (laughs) And second of all, ouch. (laughs) How did you describe it as like an impressive economy of words? (laughs) It's brutally efficient. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Or efficient brutality. I can't remember which (laughs) one. We'll go with both. We've tried it both ways. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. <laughs> yeah, oh. so in any case, if you have any commentary whatsoever on anything <laughs> that is said on this pad- podcast, please feel free to text us, hit us up on uh, on social media, go to the place where you actually listen to this thing and leave a comment. Like do those like all those like cool like you know like, like subscribe, comment, all that nonsense things. But really just like until it becomes Send us such a, a Snapchat, uh, no, Instagram, no. Uh, show up at Damien's house. No, Damien's house. No. His address <laughs> is. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> but uh, up until the point in time there becomes too many to actually feature on a show, we will, we will, uh, with your permission, or like if it's funny, uh, we <laughs> we will read it out onto the podcast, and then we will edit it for the information that doesn't need to be in there. That reminds me of the tent where people can interact with God. The stuff that doesn't need to be in, in Wait. <laughs> so, uh, Moses is up on the mountain. God has just given him the instructions, the words, a couple things about, like, the people that are with you. Giving him the business. Yeah, giving him the business. And he says, okay, 
we're going to make some stuff and it's going to be people involved and it's going to take a lot of things here and so uh god just starts saying hey start gathering these specific materials and he gives him a shopping list that is mm-hmm. not cheap <laughs> gold silver bronze blue purple and scarlet yarn fine mm. linen goat mm. hair dyed mm. ram skin hides of something mm. a dolphin possibly a sea cow possibly manatees yellow no not manatees it is specifically <laughs> says either dolphin or dugong that is sea cow Hmm. Or possibly a fabric of a yellowish color. Hmm. Wow, that's a, that's a, that's a wide uh, 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 cast. But it's but the shopping list isn't done yet. We've also got acacia wood, <laughs> hmm. olive oil for the light, spices for the for the anointing oil and the incense, hmm. onyx and other gemstones. Uh, and others. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get the onyx, but you also need to get some other gemstones, okay? Good, okay. <laughs> so I don't want it to all be onyx. <laughs> so I I was I, I was sent to the shopping market once and Desiree said I'm sorry. <laughs> Only uh, once. Cut. I was I was sent to the, the supermarket once and my wife said, Hey, go pick up some yellow cake. Mm. Now I thought when I got to the store because I'm a simple minded kind Uranium. of guy. I would I would get there and there would be blue cake and purple cake and brown cake and yellow cake. Excellent. I got there and there was yellow cake. There was lemon cake. Mm. There was mm. um there was vanilla cake that was yellow. Yeah. And so there were like four different kinds of yellow cake. And so I called to no avail of an answer and so I bought all four of those <laughs> cakes. <laughs> which is objectively the correct answer. <laughs> I feel like that's sort of the same thing here which is like hey, I have these specific things for you and then find other shiny stuff and all the rest. <laughs> so we should probably cover don't you? Um, before we get too much further, what exactly is a tabernacle? It's a really big tent. Mm. Yes. Like when I say big tent, no, you're thinking of this wrong. You're thinking of a little tent. <laughs> Basically, think of a building. Mm. Now pretend it's a tent. Oh. So it's like it's like my house, but it's made out of tent things. Yes, but it's just like a frame and then fabric on top of it. Okay. All right. Several layers layers of fabric. So. See. And we're not talking about like Hobby Lobby, go get it at Hobby Lobby. Fabric. No, we're, no, we're, this is not a pop-up tent. We're, we're talking about the things that are made out of like animal fur stuff yes, or like yes. hair and things. Yes. Yeah. Heavy. Mm. Yes. Heavy stuff. Very heavy. It needs to be supported by strong stuff. Indeed. Yeah. A lot of material. Big building. Yes. Got to be made mm. here. And then a, a, a lot of material that goes around the outside of yes. the big building. Although I should say not that big. Yes. It's like we're not thinking sanctuary where everyone's going to come worship. This is still no. going to be only a very small group of people that actually go in this. Yes. But compared to what you're thinking about a tent, it's much bigger than that. Not a pup tent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a pup tent. Not a pup tent. All right, so they're going to make this thing. And so he gives them all the materials first. And then he starts telling him how to make it. Like how to put all of this stuff together. And this is, if you are a visual learner, this part of Exodus is a <laughs> nightmare. Okay, I want to, that's a perfect segue. We're not to the menorah yet, <laughs> yes. but exactly what you just said. So the description of the, making the menorah uh-huh. is kind of confusing. Yes. So there's a rabbinic tradition that it's so confusing. Like after the description of making the menorah, it says, make sure you make it according to the 
like template that you saw in the mountain. Yes. The rabbinic tradition for why that's there is that Moses was so confused by God's description of what this menorah is supposed to look like that he asked for a visual aid. <laughs> He's like, I'm not getting it. Can you show me what this is supposed to look like? <laughs> All of that is to say, yes, if you're a visual learner, you are having nightmares. Yeah, it's because I, I look at it and like I'm a visual person. I need you to actually like point things out, draw me a picture or something, because when it like it says it's got to go this way and it's got to go that way and this thing's got to face east but this much this distance east this distance this much right here and so but i'd be like this is one of those things where like god is talking with moses on the mountain here yeah and so it is also quite possible that moses was not a visual learner he was a like oh i know i, I see it get it and writing it down learner sort of thing and so he wrote down what god was giving him the idea for what what this got to be uh, and he, he, he gives him the 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 prescription for also like the furniture too. Yes. Like all the. What do you things. put in the tent? Yeah, you like mm. you have an altar and you have like incense burners and you have another altar and you have a tiny little table to put bread on. Yes. Some lamps. <laughs> so this is something that is not important, but I didn't notice until this read through. Yeah. Is that the table is not what I think of as a table. Which makes complete sense after I realized this. But the table is only like two and a half feet high. Yes. Mm. Which makes sense if you're from a culture where you sit on the ground or like recline on the ground while you're eating. Yes. That would be, oh, of course, that's what a table is. Mm. But I've always thought of this as like a chest high dining room table. Uh Uh-huh. And it's definitely not that. Yeah. Are you talking about the the one for the bread? Yeah, I'm talking about the ones for the bread. For some weird reason, it's always like an inclined table in my imagination. <laughs> I don't know. Like so it's, the bread's just like sliding down. Yeah, it's like it's like a, like a like a hope chest or something <laughs> that like or like one of the, one of those things like like a, a roll top dresser. Or I don't know why. Ah. But it's like it's mm. I, it's like that's this is why I need visuals. Yeah. Because otherwise, I I wind up with this thing and it's like, how does this how does this thing for the bread work? Uh, I, I don't know where I got off on that one, but it was just like that's that's what lives in my brain, um, along with the lamp stands. The, the the lamp stands are for me like they in my in my brain. It's the genie's lamp, which what the <laughs> lamp is there. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched too much cartoons as a kid. Yeah. I think <laughs> I'm starting to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like so so it's this huge tent, right? Big yeah. tent. Very intricate, lot, very artistic in nature, I would say. Um, but, but like, what? What's it for? Why? Oh, why do we care? It's such a good question. Yeah, why do we have that? <laughs> or why is God given this to Israel? I mean, He's already given them the Ten Commandments, right? And so, what if they do? They need this, this extra thing. It is actually. I want to see if we can. I, I did not think about doing this, but I want to see if we can do this. Okay, so I'm going to describe what it looks like, and let's see. I want to see if it's obvious what it's for. So it is a place where if you look up, you see above you like heavenly beings because there's cherubim and stuff embroidered on the ceiling. If you look around, you see a bunch of stuff that looks like trees and plants and is designed to look like that. There's a place where you have food that is an offering, but actually God's going to give back to his people. And then there's a place inside where you go, like, that's where God comes down to be with people. It's like, hmm. what does that remind you? Subtle. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is, again, one of those things that, for some reason, this read-through, I'm like, 
Wait a second. <laughs> this seems hello, Eden. <laughs> less confusing than it saw, than it seemed the last time I read this. Yes. Hmm. All right, that's that's cool. That's cool. So it's yeah, it's it's the uh, it's the garden. Yeah. Like and, yeah. they've built themselves a little Eden. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. And what's so significant about Eden that Ooh, they would put that? What an excellent in question. The, in the building or in the building, the tent. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so why would they need? Oh, and if you want to add stuff, it's like. The entrance is facing east, where every time you leave Eden, you have to go to the west. So yes. it's heading back the right direction. Anyway, uh-huh. the um, yeah, so why would you need, after you've just gotten out of Egypt and gone to Sinai, where you can meet with God, why would you need a like miniature representation of the place where God comes to live with you? Like, I think because you got to leave Sinai. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't just hang out by the mountain all day. Yeah. It's like, we got to go up to the promised land here in a bit. Yeah. So I'm like, like this is... Again, I'm like just this read through. I'm like, wait a second, this actually makes sense. Yes, <laughs> and it, it's it's going to be a, a a complete differentiation from all of the cultures around them. Yeah, who their 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 god is in, in exactly one physical geographical location. He doesn't ever leave that physical geographical location. He lives here. Uh, I live here in this place. Is is what with that god? Does. But but it's them. They are the the trigger for where you're going to find that God. It's not going to be on Mount Sinai, which is why they have to leave it. They have to go places, but wherever they go, He's with them because He's chosen them. They are the the, the focal trigger for where He's going to be. So that's that, that's why we need this this place. So that he can-